Namaste, interpol listeners. Welcome to the show where we share expansive events expanding your knowledge. Suppose, considering our usual format, for this episode, Agastya asked me for an adversity I faced, about which I can talk. You know, the usual stuff we do. And he was being evasive, he was betraying an uncanny unease. Both of us could reckon that he was feeling insecure. And this incident inspired us to produce an episode in which we deliberate upon the topic of insecurities. Now, despite being the second episode of the show, this episode is quite aberrant from the usual format we would be adhering to in most of our episodes. So, let's see where it leads us and hope it suffices. Divya, you only have told me a lot of things about insecurities. So, would you like to define this problem of insecurities? Yeah, sure I would. This insecurity thing is a pervasive problem. It is an uh, uncanny sort of mental discomfort which all of us experience day to day. I would like to elaborate on this cognitive irregularity. Yeah? Uh, yes, sure, I would like to for you to elaborate on this problem. Well, however, it is indeed a daunting problem, uh, but it isn't irregular. It is completely routine. And it at times it is useful too. Uh, now you can tell what you're saying. We are intuitively told that the society gives us an inflated sense of self but most of us don't walk around feeling like we are all that great. In fact, there is one underlying emotion that overwhelmingly shapes our self-image. And that is insecurity. As we grow up, we unconsciously adopt and integrate this pattern of destructive thoughts towards our actions and it is a mental discomfort but not a distress. However, it is as concerning as a distress because sometimes it might stimmy you from communicating your distress. Yeah, you're right. And it is, you know, extremely bizarre and nuanced. And I think we have already said this a lot of times, that this happens to everyone. And guys, it, it is absolutely normal to face insecurities. Uh, moreover, in case of a personal insecurity, the person you are feeling insecure about might also be facing insecurity about you. As we have said that everyone faces it, so we can imply that. So the thing is, both of you are insecure about each other and yet neither one would try to break the first word flood wall uh, because of reservations and lack of empathy generated by insecurities only. Yes, and I'd like to further add something. I don't think we can radically evade our insecurities. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably like to explain that. See, our brain has a subtle proclivity for negativity or things that might go wrong. Because it is one of the brain's functions to be privy to all the possible threats we might face, so that we are safe. Sometimes this intuitive concern becomes too obtrusive. Now that is when we can sense an insecurity. Now since this concern of the brain is involuntary, intuitive and pertinent to our survival, therefore we cannot radically evade feeling insecure. And Yeah, uh, you are gonna right. We, we cannot stop or avoid feeling insecure. But you know, it also isn't our problem either. See, our problem isn't that core concern of the brain. It is the unnecessary amplification of the concern. So much amplification that we tend to believe a particular unfavorable outcome possible of an event as an absolute certainty. And, and I believe this amplification is something we can avoid. Exactly. And I have noticed that this amplification is just like any other thinking loop in our cognition. We don't usually recognize it while it's forming. Sadly, we 
only see it when it has reached its crescendo, don't we? Hmm. Well, it will be good to deduce that uh, the core problem is knowing, and to get over it, you need to be more present to know. You need to be more present in the present. You need to be aware of your surroundings and body. You need to be more mindful. Mindfulness can be considered as one of the most salubrious ways to deal with this abyss. You are right because you don't have to deal with each and every feeling of yours. Usually it is to dive deep into your distress but some of the irregularities need to be tackled in a different way. The thing which we talked about today is unconsciously formed in the back of your mind and you don't need to always pay heed to all the voices in your head. Getting an edge over those ISO voices and being in the present is what mindfulness is. And if I have to say it more perspicaciously, mindfulness is being aware of your body and surroundings and being in the present moment free from any kind of gratuitous thinking loops, just noticing them and not reacting to them. Yes, absolutely. Mindfulness helps get an edge over this perfunctory thinking that we tend to follow unconsciously. And you'll be surprised to learn how you were getting it all wrong. And wait, before uh, moving ahead, let me drive this home. We aren't saying that it is about denying your feelings. Rather, it is being enough aware of them to not perpetually engage in them. It means to compartmentalize your inconsequential thoughts. However, I would like to add here that there are some grave insecurities too which need to be resisted head on. Like an inferiority complex, a stereotype or a prejudice. Insecurities stemming from these notions should be resisted head on. If you are mindful in the present then you can be more perspicacious and decisive and you can speculate better and choose for yourself. Okay, on this matter, I'd like to give an example of an inaccurate insecurity if you agree. Sure, sure. See, imagine you are stranded in a jungle and you see a tiger at some distance. Then you are bound to and you would obviously fear for yourself and that fear would be reasonable just because tiger can tear you apart. Whereas, if you see a man in that jungle who might be able to help you but you have stupid reservations about him, which would stop you from reaching out to him. Then you know it won't be much reasonable to have reservations in asking him for help. I guess it's a good example. So yes, uh, we can quite conclusively say that mindfulness is a salubrious remedy for getting over insecurity. Uh, we'll deliberate more profoundly on insecurities in the next episode, where we will have a friend share his experience with some dismal insecurities and how he pulled himself together and endured them. Now guys, it's time for a segment we like to call Dear Recommend. Today we recommend another song about acquiescence from another one of my favorite bands. The song is What It Is by Codeline. We believe it is highly epiphanic and pertinent to today's talk. So, that's all for today's episode. We will meet you in the next episode. You can connect with us on our Facebook and Instagram pages where you can give us your feedback of the episode and give suggestions of topics for the future episodes. You can also send us your voice messages at anchor.fm slash melioristicmisfits. I repeat, it's anchor.fm slash melioristicmisfits. So bye, till then, try to be free from delusions and keep rocking. This is Agastya and David signing, signing off. off.